Today on Locked On A's, we are back on YouTube, my friends, and we have two, two trick-or-treat segments for you guys. The first one going about Las Vegas and whether or not the A's are moving there, according to what Rob Manfred said. So we're going to go over all of that. And then in the second one, we're going to be doing a segment on Tyler Wade signing with the Oakland A's and uh, what that means potentially for the rest of the roster. And then in the final segment, we got some spooky, uh, I'm really going overboard on Halloween, some spooky tweets about the 2022 season. Let's get into it. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, ghouls and goblins, and welcome to the Locked On Ace Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, we're talking about what Rob Manfred did say as opposed to what he did not say, so that's going to be a fun trick-or-treat segment, and then the ace signed Tyler Wade. Let's talk about him and the implications of what that signing could actually end up meaning, and then finally, we're going to be reading some spooky tweets from you guys that uh, you guys sent in. So those were that, that's the, that's the show today. Thank you so much for making Lockdown is your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms, including and this is for real on YouTube. We are back on YouTube today. Uh, there were some technical difficulties, so you're going to be hearing some fun things. Uh, I the intro part, like this part that you were currently listening to, uh, I was apparently paused on my recording device, so uh, that did not record for YouTube. But you get the whole segment anyway. It's just the intro portion, so oops. And then uh, I also didn't record the rest of the audio, so you're going to be getting the audio from that video for the this, most of this uh, podcast. And then it's it's a it's a whole thing, but technical difficulties. You get the episode. It's just uh, piecemeal together. It's going to be more of a Frankenstein for Halloween. See, that, that I saved it. I saved it right there. It's a Frankenstein episode, audioly at least. Uh, but anyways, uh, th thanks for listening to, to this, you guys. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast or wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media, at LockedOnAids on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, Make sure to join our Twitter community over at Locked On A's and pose a question in there. Make some friends with some fellow A's fans. And also, please show some love to Inside the A's, both on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, there, there's some good stuff over there. I was covering the Rob Manfred stuff over there on Saturday and uh, having a good time doing it. It's, it's a website. It's a website about the A's. So go click on those articles. <laughs> because it helps. Anyways, here is where I realized that I had been paused, and uh, here's the audio from the YouTube version and uh, the rest of the episode for you guys. Enjoy. Here's another fun thing. I can pause, and I can just move around while it's paused. It's going to really scare the crap out of you guys. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, <laughs> ah, I meant to say, how's it going, ghouls and goblins, but I didn't, because uh, it's my first <laughs> episode back on YouTube, so oops. Anyways, um, so... Here's what uh, Rob Manfred actually said in the interview. I, I transcribed it below on, or I transcribed it on Inside the A's, uh, and just, I, I heard the audio, I wrote down what they said, it was like a minute clip, it's not that bad. Casey Pratt tweeted it out, uh, Brody Brazil also tweeted it out, and so I just wrote down what they said. It's not that hard, you guys. And uh, none of this is at all 
what was reported by one Bob Nightingale, the, the, the national reporter who is still a national reporter for some reason. Uh, USA Today. Great work. Um, anyways, so here's what Rob Manfred said. I'm not going to do voices. I don't. I, maybe I'll try and do a mad dog. I don't know. Let, let, let's see. Rob Manfred said, I do want to say this. I think the mayor in Oakland has made a huge effort to try and get it done in Oakland. It just doesn't look. And then Mad Dog goes, you're not positive. Nah, that's not what he sounds like. Anyways, uh, Manfred, I'm not positive. Mad Dog, you're not optimistic. Manfred, uh, I think the A's have proceeded prudently in terms of exploring Las the Las Vegas alternative, given the lack of pace in Oakland. That is a word that he kept using, the pace. He wants it to go faster, which is why he's saying all of this. That's the only thing. Nothing's changed. Uh, the, the pace in Oakland, uh, I think that they have to look for an alternative, which they've been doing. No new news there. It continues. Mad Dog, if Oakland does leave, when would that be? Manfred, look, Oakland, it's hard to say. And he was kind of fumbling over his words right there. And so Mad Dog goes, within five years? Because, you know, he, he's high energy. And he just likes to give you the answer that he's looking for. And uh, so Manfred goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So something has to happen. Uh, we can't go five more years at the Coliseum. And Mad Dog goes, uh, so right now, you think at the end of the day, I'm not uh, I I'm not trying to get a soundbite here, which he was. He was trying to get a soundbite. <laughs> but uh, I'm not trying to... You, you look, at the end of the day, Oakland's going to Vegas. And that's uh, where I believe Rob Ma or, uh, Bob, Bob Nightingale left... The, the chat and just started tweeting? I don't know, because that's the only part. And it was said by Mad Dog, the host of a show in a major media market, maybe the majorist in New York. Uh, and all he, he's trying to get his own narrative going across there. And then Rob Manford replies with, and this is where I think that <laughs> Bob Nightingale leaving after the last uh, quote, uh, I, I think that that lends some credence to this, because Rob Manford immediately says, I didn't say that. I think what what I what I stand or what I said and I stand by is given the lack of pace in Oakland, and then he gets cut off again. And Mad, Mad Dog goes so far, and Manford just keeps going, and he says the lack of certainty. They have to be looking at Vegas. They need an alternative. They can't continue to play in the facility that they're in, and that that's it. That that was what caused a hubbub was that conversation, and that is very silly, because nowhere in there was he like, oh, the A's are gone. No, actually, uh, later on, he talked to the uh, LA Times and uh, Bill Shaken over there, and here's a quote from that article. It's a great article. Uh, check it out. But he said, uh, the A's moving to Vegas is neither imminent nor guaranteed. They have two options available. I think the time for Oakland option is running out. It has not run out. That is very important. That is something you lead with, as opposed to letting Bob Nightingale do all of your reporting. Ah, anyways, so yeah, that, that is the, the trick-or-treat that was Saturday. Happy early Halloween from Bob Nightingale on that one. It, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing has changed. Everything's exactly where we left it, heading into the weekend, heading into the World Series. The, the A's, we know that they missed the deadline, or that, that the city missed the deadline, the A's missed the deadline. They, they missed the time to have uh, the vote that they needed to, to get the binding vote done by the end of the year. We know that. 
We know that they're up against it a little bit, but we know that it's not a done deal either way. They haven't announced a site in Las Vegas. They haven't released those renderings from a year ago yet for Las Vegas. They are so far ahead in Oakland. And I saw uh, a tweet that w was a great point. Uh, and it was like, they, they put so much thought into the $12 billion plan in Oakland to have all the surrounding areas, the condos, that all of the stuff that they can make money, or John Fisher can make money on surrounding the, the Coliseum in Oakland. They have done none of that work in Las Vegas. They have put so much effort into making this work. I think that they're going to be okay with a little bit of extra time on that one. So uh, that, that's where it is. Also, uh, there's going to be a new governor in uh, Nevada, or uh, I don't know who the governor is, but there's a governor's race in Nevada. They could be having a new governor. They also may have to have a new governor, like Oakland needs a new mayor because uh, term limits and stuff. But I don't know how Nevada politics works. I'm, I'm not going to try. Uh, <laughs> I'm already getting into how ballparks are made. I don't need to go into other states' politicians as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, the city council in Oakland, that's going to be something that seems to you know be a little bit of a question mark. Uh, some local reporters are saying that it doesn't seem like it's going to be a big deal. It seems like everybody's fairly on board with Howard Terminal as long as the numbers are making sense. And so all we got to do is make the numbers make sense. And, and by we, I mean not us. I mean uh, the, the A's and the city council. That, that's that's the we that I am not a part of in any sense of the word. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was the first trick or treat of the weekend. Uh, hopefully that puts you at ease a little bit more because that was not fun going through it. And we're like, wait, he said, what? That doesn't make sense. And then I was like, no, nah, that's just Rob Manfred. You can't trust what he's saying. You can't trust what Dave Cavill or John Fisher are saying. Uh, you can't really trust what's being said. So you just got to take a level, level head. And the thing that has gotten me through this, and I will share it with you again, is I don't think that moving the A's to Las Vegas makes sense for a, a team to thrive in Las Vegas. The A's already have 120-ish years of just being around. They've been at three stops already. Las Vegas would be their fourth. And I don't think that Las Vegas is going to love them like Oakland would with a new ballpark and with like some money put into this team and maybe not trading their favorite players every couple of years. Maybe that's maybe that's all you need to do in Oakland to have a team thrive like they have here in the past. Uh, so I think that for Las Vegas to be a success, they need an expansion team. I don't think that they need a team with 120 years of history. And because all the people in Vegas, they, they have their affiliations already. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm a big diehard Yankee fan, but the A's moved in next door. I'm going to go root for them now. No, they might go to like a couple of Yankees games when the Yankees visit, but that's it. Y you know how many times uh, the, the teams within the division play each other? A lot. You think that uh, all the people from, oh, I guess all the people from Texas might actually do that. It doesn't matter. I was also going to say uh, the Angels, but they're also there too. And maybe Seattle. Okay, so maybe maybe that's a bad example. But uh, also, that's a lot of games every single year. I think that after a few years, it would peter out. And, you know, you, you'd have that, that high of uh, all of the all of the attendance there, and then it would it would peter out at a point, I believe. So uh, that's all. That's that's what happened over the weekend, the first trick-or-treat of the weekend. Uh, but coming up, we're talking about Tyler Wade. And uh, I don't know. He was the first time that the A's upstaged the World Series because how do you not talk about Tyler Wade signing a deal with somebody? Uh, we're, we're going to. So that, that that's the answer. You can't. You cannot not. So we are. Coming up.
BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. There's a new NHL season, too. They're not talking about it. I will. New hockey, hitting the pucks, hitting the ice, doing the slap shots. You can bet on hockey as well. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, golf. They've got table tennis. Do you know who Tom Brady's going to date next? You can bet on that as well. They have you covered for anything that you need, you guys. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to learn more because Bet Online, that's a car, is where the game starts. <laughs> uh, I, I like those ad reads, they're a good time. Uh, and, you know, I, also, uh, welcome back to Locked On Ace. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to follow the podcast on social media at Locked On Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, uh, make sure to join our Twitter community over at Locked On A's. Pose a question in there. There's lots of good A's fans in there. And uh, just have have some fun in there. Why, why the heck not, you guys? Uh, and also make sure to give some love to Inside the A's. It's uh, si.com slash MLB slash athletics if you wanted to really type in the whole URL. Or you can just follow us at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, so that's that's that. But let's talk about the A's signing Tyler friggin' Wade. Uh, I, I, I like this signing. I'm intrigued by this signing. I also think that uh, he's the treat, but there might also be a trick involved, and that's why it's another trick-or-treat segment. <laughs> but here we go. Wade has played in 331 games in the big leagues, mostly with the Yankees. Uh, he's going to be entering his age 28 season in 2023. And over his career, he has hit 214 with a 291 on base and a 65 WRC plus. That means that he has been 35% below league average for his Sorry, for his career. Uh, his best season was in 2021 when he hit 268 with a 354 on base in 103 games, which netted him a total of 145 plate appearances. Uh, that led to a 93 WRC plus or just 7% below league average. So uh, he, got, he got pretty good fairly recently. Uh, and he also accumulated a uh, 0.6 war. So that's something. Um, with the Angels this past season, he hit 304 in April, um, and then he followed that up with a 160 batting average in May and a 204 in June before being DFA'd on July 3rd, and then he got picked up by the Yankees, but he was never called up. So uh, he elected free agency on uh, at the beginning of October. So that's where he has been, and he hasn't been sterling statistically, but he did cut his K rate a little bit this past season with the Angels from 25.5% down to 20.2%. So that's something. And also, uh, it, it really goes in with the trend of the A's going after guys that don't strike out quite as much. So, I mean, they, they still have Dermis Garcia, and he's going to be the power guy. Him and Seth Brown, power guys. Everybody else, contact guys. So, <laughs> I think that they are kind of trying to build out the Cleveland Guardian system uh, to, to a degree. I, they don't have the arms that Cleveland does yet. Yes. But I think that offensively, uh, you know, maybe they find 
a superstar. Maybe Jordan Diaz is going to be their superstar, and then they can sign him to a long-term deal like uh, Jose Ramirez with Cleveland, and then uh, see what happens there. But uh, it, the A's have brought in guys like Ernie Clement and Connor Capel to pair with Vimy Almachin and Tony Kemp. Uh, Jordan Diaz is another guy who makes a decent amount of contact. So that's a lot of guys that make contact. And also, uh, the guy that we're talking about here, Tyler Wade, he's in the 91st percentile in sprint speed, so he's got some wheels, and I like it. It's just another added tool to the A's offense, potentially, if he makes the team, uh, in 2023. Uh, as, as for where he could fit in, second base is where he's the best defensively, but he can also play basically anywhere. Not first base, not catcher, not pitcher, anywhere else. He can be there. Uh, he's played all three outfield positions. He's played uh, second. He's played shortstop. He's played third. That's basically what that boils down to. But he has been the best defensively at second base. And that got me to thinking, what does that mean for somebody named Tony Kemp? Because Tony Kemp is projected to be making $3.9 million through arbitration this year. And while I said, you know, I don't think that that money figure matters to the A's necessarily. It's what else does he bring to the team? Is he, can he be worth that investment regardless of what he's doing on the field? Because the A's don't necessarily care if they're winning games next year. So uh, is his leadership enough to warrant roughly $3.9 million from the team? And uh, this might be the first indication that maybe it's not because Tyler Wade does play all of the positions that Tony Kemp plays. Uh, he's worse. So that Maybe they are really trying to recreate the movie Major League, and that's what we're seeing here. Uh, that would be awful, but maybe. Um, and I, maybe they see something in him. He's also a left-handed hitter. I, I looked up the stats. He doesn't pull the ball a ton, and he doesn't hit the ball on the ground a ton. So I don't know if they're like, hey, maybe he's going to get see a bounce in his numbers because of the shift ban. But I don't know. May, may, maybe because he uses all fields, maybe he will be able to... Uh, utilize that stuff a little bit more because teams will play him a little bit more straight up and they'll be able to maybe that's what it is maybe it's legitimately uh that he he kind of uses all fields and now they can't you know shade him one way or another it's got to be more or less straight up maybe they you can still put two guys right above second base on either side of the base and you, you take away the up the middle stuff but if he can go oppo and he can go pull side maybe that's where he's going to be having success we'll see i'm intrigued by the tyler wade signing as long as it doesn't mean that Tony Kemp has to go away. That's that's really what I'm going at here is uh, I, I don't want Tony Kemp to disappear because I think that he's been uh, not not invaluable, but he's been very valuable to the Oakland A's, uh, both on and off the field. He's been a spark plug for the A's offense, and I like watching him play. He is a highlight every single day out there, and he's a good, good time. Uh, but I think that this could be potentially the writing on the wall that Tony Kemp is either going to be traded or non-tendered. Uh, non-tendered is when uh, you have a guy, you, you have the, the rights to a guy's contract, uh, but you're like, ah, we don't want him. It's fine. And it's through arbitration or pre-arb. Uh, and that that happens sometimes where you're like, yeah, he's going to make too much money. We, we don't, we're, we're fine. He, go, go ahead and be a free agent. It, it's okay. Uh, is roughly how I think teams sound when they do it. <laughs> but yeah, that is... That is what I think that this signing could potentially mean. It also, maybe, could be a, a sign or a, a sign that uh, he's going to be in line for a lot of playing time at second base in spring training. It's going to be him and Jordan Diaz going head to head, and maybe it's a little bit of an incentive or you know uh, a little bit of competition 
for both these guys, for both Tyler Wade and also Jordan Diaz, because uh, maybe Jordan Diaz does not have a, a roster spot for the opening day roster uh, like I thought that he did. And maybe they're like, hey, whoever is the best at second base, one of you two guys is going to be it. So maybe that's what it is. It's meant to be a kick in the pants for one Jordan Diaz and also giving Tyler Wade a shot, because why not? Why not? He's good defensively. He, maybe he can hit a little bit. Maybe he just needs an opportunity. I don't know. They, a lot of teams have given up on him, so we'll see. But uh, that's that's the Tyler Wade experiment there. Coming up, we're going to be going over some spooky tweets. So uh, stay around. It'll, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. What was that? Was that spooky? Ah, I love being able to pause. It's a good time. Uh, welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you're enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or uh, subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Uh, thank you so much for making the Locked On Ace your first lesson of the day. We're free and available on all platforms. Also, make sure to give Inside the A's some love. I'll link to it in the notes for you guys, both uh, on your podcast platform of choice. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll see what I can do down there for you guys, because uh, there's there's some good content up there as well. But let's get into some spooky, uh, some spooky tweets to uh, wrap up this one. I, I sent out a little, a little tweet from Locked On A's before the weekend, and I said, what were the scariest moments of the 2022 season? Uh, we'll, we'll use them in the... Whatever you, you replied, the best ones, we're going to use those in this episode that you are listening to right now. So, here we go. Uh, I got this one from Felina. She says, I seem to recall a moment where they brought in Ramon as a fifth outfielder, leaving Bolt to play right center, and the ball was immediately hit to right center, and, well, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that he didn't catch that, because Sky Bolt... Um, in that same vein, uh, I'm, I'm going down a little bit. These were not back to back, but, uh, so I had Stomper, not, not the actual mascot, but somebody named Stomper, uh, brother, maybe, I don't know, uh, sibling. Um, they said Kirby Sneed times, uh, Sky Bolt Hall of Fame combo. Not a fan of either of those. Uh, I will say Kirby Sneed, breakout candidate 2023. I talked about that, uh, on the show before. I also wrote about that over at Inside the A's, uh, Check that out. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, that is not on YouTube. I apologize. But just go to Inside the A's. It's definitely in there. Uh, just type in Kirby Sneed 2023 breakout candidate. You'll find the article because it's me. I'm the one talking about Kirby Sneed in a positive light. Uh, and then I got uh, Lee Love. I'm going to go with Lee Love. I never know how to say it. L-I Love. But Lee Love. Uh, the collisions. Why so many? That's a great question. I don't like collisions either. Um... And that's not fun. Uh, Thad Allen, Tad Allen, let's go with Thad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Thad because that makes me happier. Uh, the anxiety of every game, thinking we might get no hit. That was especially true towards the end of the season. Uh, Shohei almost did it. Was, was Luis Castillo? Did he almost do? Somebody else almost did one too, and it was not fun. I did not want to get no hit. That was that was my World Series was not getting no hit. And hey, the A's actually won that one. 2022 World Series champs, Oakland A's not getting no hit. Um, I, I got Hugh going uh, average with runners in scoring position. I mean, yes, but also we weren't really expecting a lot from the A's this year, so I wasn't as disappointed by when they failed. So that, that was something. Um, Jay Kirk said the trade deadline, 
You got a big Lou Trevino fan in Jay Kirk right there, or Frankie Montas. But I'm going to say Lou Trevino just because this is my show, dang it. <laughs> uh, Zach Faria said Christian Pache's uh, batting average, fair. I think that Christian Pache's glove kind of makes up for that, which I also wrote about over at Inside the Ice. Um, <laughs> my, my good friend Tony Fry had this one, and uh, I had forgotten about this, but... Uh, Tony Fry said, Dave's fight with a Seagull parody account, he meant Dave Cavill, the president of the A's, the guy that we listen to when there's Howard Terminal News, fighting with a parody Seagull account. That was not a high moment for the A's season. Uh, and then uh, right field Will, uh, Will McNeil, as you may know him in life, uh, he said, the 2022 season, which, yes, I... My initial take was I was going to say the opening day roster, but I think that Will is probably more right because he's on TV more. So I'm on YouTube now, but uh, Will's on TV more. So I'm going to go with the, the season as a whole as opposed to just the roster on opening day. So that those were the spooky tweets that, uh, that you guys sent in. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Also, uh, how to bunt. One, don't. Two, hit a dinger. So, yeah, you can tell that I host a baseball podcast because of that. Uh, also, need a new phone case. That thing is worn out. Uh, anyways, that is all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making the Locked On A's your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We are also, Locked On H, we are also available on all of those platforms as well. So wherever you're listening to this, subscribe over there. And also make sure to leave us a five-star review when you do it or comment or give us a thumbs up on YouTube, whatever you want to do that gets us seen by more people. I would appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that is that is all that I got for you guys today. Hopefully you guys have a safe and uh, fun Halloween. G go crazy, but not too crazy. Don't, don't need too many of those Reese's because they're they're really good and addicting. So so don't go... go don't have so have a taffy taffy's good right have a butterscotch i'm old now i'm i'm embracing it have a butterscotch but uh anyways that's all that i got for you guys today uh so until next time go out and celebrate good times ace fans and i will talk at you tomorrow